Yeah. Oh yeah. How's it going, Frank? Hey, Mike. How you doing, man? I'm doing all right. Yeah, man. Happy Sunday. We got uh, football on today. Are you catching up on the playoffs the or fo- whatnot? <laughs> the football's over. But okay. <laughs> yeah, so you're not into it. I got you. Still, still going on, huh? It's still rolling. Uh, I love the football playoffs. I usually throw in a few bucks into um, the DraftKings sport app, betting app thing, and um, I have Emma pick the winners. Nice. She knows nothing about football, and she typically is able to call it better than I can. So, Wow. Uh, yeah, man, I think there's a better method to liking the colors of the team or how good-looking the quarterback is than any statistical knowledge you may have beforehand. I, I would agree. I think it has more to do with, like, uh, what do you call it? Like, it's all more about public opinion. Like, <laughs> yeah. who does the public like more, you know? Yeah, well, we'll see how it uh, plays out. But, you know, the biggest matchup today, it's, uh, what is it? The Chiefs, Kansas City versus uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals are trying to make their second trip to the Super Bowl, and the Chiefs are uh, trying to go back as well. And uh, I would say, like, Mahomes and company, you know, the, probably the most favored team, or they should be. But right away, you know, in my head, I was thinking, man, I would throw some money down on the Bengals, you know, kind of do a little upset action here or be the better team. Sure enough, Emma was, uh, without me saying anything, she's like, I think the Bengals are going to win. I was like, all right, yeah. Wow, based on what? I'm assuming she finds Joe Burrow more attractive than Patrick Mahomes, and uh, uh, I think he is more attractive. I got to give it. Give it to her on that one. <laughs> I think she likes the jerseys a little bit more. Bengals have kind of a cooler design. They did going improve. On. They really improved on it, but <laughs> yeah. it used to be. We have a friend who I used to work ba- with. Bengals, such a cool animal, such a gay name. Uh, you know, I think there's some Asian connotation there going on, so I imagine Eric Swalwell is cheering for them on some level. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine Swalwell is a Bengal Tiger fan. <laughs> Did you see this? One or two. This jabroni's been going around on the news cycle uh, the last few days complaining that he got kicked out of the <laughs> like uh, intelligence community. Yeah. That's unbelievable. You slept with a spy. Just go home. Shut up and go home. <laughs> you slept with a hooker. Yeah. Who happens to be right. a spy? <laughs> Whether it turns out she's a spy or not, either way, I don't trust you because you cheated <laughs> on your wife with a Chinese hooker. Yeah, that's strike one, two, and three in my book. <laughs> right? Yeah, man, that's right, dude. So did you catch up on the, the Pfizer grinder, dude? No, what happened? We played the clip on uh, Thursday, just the little snippet, but I was hoping you would uh, get on board with the other stuff that was all over. It was the Project Veritas thing, and the dude, like, flips out. It's an incredible clip. You yeah? Have, oh, you have it? No, no, it's not. Uh, oh, come on. It's visual, man. It's a total visual experience. The guy goes berserker. He's trying to call the cops. He attacks uh, James O'Keefe the dude from Project Veritas, and then he like throws this iPad across the ground, and it gets really outrageous. And then Pfizer over the weekend tried to cover their tracks, and they're like, no, 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 we don't do gain-of-function research or any of that. We're just testing new viruses to see uh, if we can have new vaccines <laughs> for it, you know? <laughs> Not that crazy gain-of-function stuff. What are you guys talking about, man? <laughs> 
Mike, I thought you would catch up. Were you just too busy with work? I'm sure. Uh, do you guys have the below zero temperatures like we got here? Colorado, we got an Arctic blast going. Did you really? No, dude, we have we have beautiful weather this whole winter. We beautiful. are in the throes of zero degrees. I, I was just going to say, maybe you're busy with some exploding pipes and what have you. That seems to be uh, probably what's going to hit us here in the next two days. Zero degrees for the high today. I think four degrees the high tomorrow. Wow. Really? Yeah, man. Nah, we got hit with some snow, but no, no. Uh, was that a polar vortex came your way? Remember the polar vortex? <laughs> yeah, I'm getting my, uh, they have all sorts of new phrases now. I can't keep this up crazy with crazy shit only comes out when there's a Republican president. <laughs> that's when you get the fucking polar vortex. Like, you never heard of a polar vortex before, but now that's, you know. No, we're doing today, uh, or this year, I believe it's the Arctic Blast. Hmm. Arctic Blast. Arctic Blast, yeah. It's just... I think that's a Mountain Dew flavor. It is, actually. Yeah, that's why yeah. I'm so thirsty lately. Interesting. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Mountain Dew. So, so if you're suffering, <laughs> it's just because you're not doing the do. You got to do the do, man. Got to do the do. You well, know? we are. Uh, we're hosting the X Games here in Colorado. They're up in Aspen currently as we speak, and it's got to be about twenty degrees or so up there. That's pretty cold, but I'm sure they're doing lots of do up there. If I know my extreme athletes, <laughs> right? Seems dewy. The Mountain Dew, my favorite drink. Uh, what's it called? What's his name? Adam Carolla calls it Nectar of the Tards, and I think that is the <laughs> most appropriate title oh, yeah, for, for Mountain Dew. <laughs> Nectar yeah, of dude. the Tards, man. I've never seen somebody who drinks Mountain Dew out of a two-liter and been like, uh, that's a contributing member to society. <laughs> <laughs> They're usually slamming the Dew while entering their 12th hour of video gaming of some sort. Always. <laughs> what do you think doing the Dew means? <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's right man and uh look there's gonna be probably a lot more people doing the do because mike i gotta say the tech layoffs man they're out of control baby manufacturing giant 3m and cryptocurrency exchange gemini have announced staff cuts this comes on the heels of big layoffs across the tech industry business reporter alexis christophorus joins me live now for more on how this could impact the economy. Alexis, what's the big picture here? The big picture is that that unemployment rate that's been hanging out at around a 50-year low is starting to rise. Now, most of the job cuts have been in the tech sector, but they've bled out from that. Now we're seeing job cuts in retail and in banking. But here are some of the large tech companies. And you can see thousands of job cuts here. Alphabet, the parent company of Google, 12,000 jobs. Microsoft, 10,000. Amazon, more than 18. And Meta, of course, is the parent company of Facebook, letting go of 11,000. Thousand uh, positions, and the reasoning behind this is so many of these companies ramped up hiring so quickly during the pandemic to meet increased demand. Now that demand is starting to weaken and the economy is slowing down, they don't have to have such large payrolls. Is there a bright spot here? Is this good news for inflation, or is this sparking fears of recession? <laughs> I think uh, the latter. Uh, so a lot of economists are banking on some sort of a recession, maybe a mild one later this year, if not a full-blown recession, then an economic slowdown. Because one of the bright spots we've been pointing to month coffee, after man. month as we talk about I this know. is the fact that the job market has been so strong. Mm. It's sort of been the saving grace, if you will, of a slowing economy because when you're working, you feel more confident about spending. Even if you don't lose your job, just seeing all those layoffs around you may make you a little skittish about spending so freely. Yeah, man. Yeah, the, co the economy is crashing. 
Absolutely. They put it off to after the election. Look, gas prices are already going back up. Oh, dude, you're. I mean, you're psycho. Yeah, I got a. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the it's crashing, and they just kind of eased it for about two months just to get by those midterms and give yeah. people a little bit of extra dough so they can buy gifts for the kids over the holidays. And all you fools voted them in. Yep. Blue no matter who, dude. Come on, bro. Well, 11... Because I know you assholes all voted for uh, Democrats. All 11,000 of you people from Facebook. (laughs) You know? Well, this is a go woke, go broke, and or probably not, right? This is a what you were saying before. They pumped up the jobs just to ride it out a little bit. Now they're going to... They have to cut everybody. Yeah. Scam. It's a scam, man. Hell well, yeah. Dude, the recession, that is the cure for inflation. And how does that work? I keep seeing that. And you know me, Mike. Certified idiot. I'm not too sure uh, how these the, things the, relate. The, the, dummy, the dummy explanation for inflation oh, is yeah. you, have, you have too much money, not enough stuff. Right? Oh, yeah. Everybody has plenty of money to spend, but there's not enough people making shit to, to buy. Okay. Yeah, right? man. So just like there wasn't enough cars, but everybody wanted a car, so people were bidding you know, houses. People were paying 10 20% over asking. Absolutely. Right? That's too much money chasing too few things. How do you cure it? <laughs> you, lay off, you, you lay off 10 20% of the population, and now nobody has money to buy things. Even the people that do have money to buy things aren't buying things, like that lady said. Because they're putting it away, they're saving it, they're scared. Yeah, because I could be next on the chopping block, right, man? Yeah, so maybe I don't need this $1,200 Peloton with a $128 <laughs> a month subscription, right? Oh, dude, the Peloton market is uh, absolutely dead at this point. <laughs> it's up there with the Beanie Baby market, I'll tell you that much. Pe- people can't even afford the New Balance to go running outside. <laughs> let alone the fucking Peloton. <laughs> like, like during the pandemic, dude, they were selling those like those like no shoes shoes, you know? Oh yeah, really trendy. Like the min- minimalist shoes. <laughs> it was literally a rubber sock. It was a rubber sock. <laughs> yeah, I've seen those. One hundred sixty dollars. The rubber sock. <laughs> minimalist shoes. That's you a, fucking <laughs> jokers. It's a foot condom. That's what you're wearing. It's a foot condom. And everybody was buying it. Like, uh, then each individual tug gets to spread out. I just run barefoot, asshole. Run barefoot, asshole. Which, congratulations. No, there's, there's this tribe this tribe in Mexico. They run on these tires. They cut pieces of tires with a string, and they can run for hundreds of miles. Yeah, because they did it from birth, asshole. They didn't grow up in Arlington Heights, Illinois. And now they're too fat to get in and out of their Honda Civic. Yeah. Right? Oh, absolutely. Show the fat dude in the yoga pants with the toe shoes on. Uh, introduce him to one of these nomadic Mexicans who can run 400 <laughs> miles through the jungle. Just, see what, see what just these, put them side by side, see what they man. Got to I'll say. show you the difference. <laughs> it, it ain't the shoes, you know? <laughs> There's a few characteristics I'll, you may be able to notice right offhand. <laughs> a few differences. It's going to take a lot more than a couple of rubber socks to fix you, buddy. Oh, man. <laughs> got the yoga pants. I got the rubber shoes. Man, I'm just like the the twelve hundred dollar bike that doesn't move. 
it's insane. It's it's absolutely insane. <laughs> so no one's gonna buy that shit because they need to save their money essentially. Uh, recession, yeah, I felt like we were in one already since last fall, but they're just yeah. lying to us. I'm assuming, yeah, that's kind of what it seems like, right? I don't know what they did, but yeah, they pushed it off till after the election, and I think it's gonna come even harder now. Cause, dude, already prior to Christmas, like the winter season, Target, Walmart, all these big box stores, they they were overstocked. Overstocked, really? I didn't uh, yeah. catch that actually. <laughs> that's how. You, that's one of the signs that we're going into the. You know, you got people getting laid off. You got business. You know, stores are overstocked. They got too much supply. It's no. a recession. Right? <laughs> So we're in the recession. I was under the impression that we were entering a depression, actually. That's kind of what some of the big-time players in the economic world were predicting over the last year, especially the dude who they made the big short movie after. He, he was big-time on Tesla's going to tank, uh, stocks are going to plummet, and we're going to hit a depression. Yeah. Kind of sings the same note all the time, though. Well. He's a smart dude. And maybe kind of a pessimist. (laughs) He was right one time. (laughs) Well, uh, all right, man. So I find this interesting. The dude from the big short movies, I can't get his name currently off the top of my head right now, but he is the one who did say in December-ish that heading in through January and into 2023, we would be seeing mass layoffs through the tech sector. So, well, everybody was saying that. Everybody. You were saying that this was just obvious to anybody yeah. who's watching the markets and what was going on? All right. Okay. Anybody who's just watching how they're running their businesses. It was unsustainable. I think, what is it? I think it's Uber. I think it's Uber has still not made a profit. Ever? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> now, don't quote me on that because I'm a dumb plumber. Hey, but I, it's like, I like it. We'll go with allegedly. It's like allegedly. one of these like really big companies has never made a profit, and they're purely running off of investments. All right, then. Well, sounds like Tesla, actually. Totally honest. <laughs> oh, no. Tesla's definitely profitable. <laughs> well, uh, so you brought it up earlier, and I was noticing it myself, but... When I kind of talk about it, it doesn't seem to be top of mind for people, if you will. Uh, <laughs> but it should be, and I thought we should have seen it coming, but here we are, man. Gas prices heading higher again and squeezing consumers. ABC's Mona Kosar Abdi is here now with the latest and. In- What's behind this increase? Good morning, Mona. Eva, good morning. That's what everybody wants to know because, once again, gas prices are on the rise. But this time, it is coming as a shock to many Americans who are used to paying less during the winter months. The cold weather usually signifies that less people are on the roads and less demand. But the national average has already jumped to $3.51 a gallon, according to AAA. Gas prices have increased by $0.12 since last week and 41 cents since last month with states like Colorado, Georgia, Florida, Ohio, and Delaware seeing the biggest surge. So the question you asked, what's behind the upswing in fuel prices? Analysts point to the recent Arctic blast that crippled refineries and led to outages. The Biden administration has also halted its unprecedented release of millions of barrels of oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve that brought relief 
to many Americans at the pump last year. But according to GasBuddy, Americans don't have to worry about seeing prices reach $5 a gallon like we saw last summer, but they also don't expect that these prices will come down anytime soon, Janae. Uh, all right, are we they, calling just, that news or they just got you used to $4 a gallon. That's all they did. <laughs> yes. They jacked it up to 6 <laughs> brought it back down to 4 and we're, oh, thank you so much. You got it down to four. Thank you, sir. Matt. I have another. <laughs> oh, it's fucking insane. Oh, man. They got us by the balls, baby. This is how this whole thing It was like works. $2 when Trump left office. <laughs> it was like $2. <laughs> I think the highest I ever paid when he was in office was like three bucks. <laughs> right? Yeah, man. I, this is so funny to me. Like... Of course the gas is back. Of course the second you were done tapping the reserves, just like last time, it's going to go right back up to the original price, which was four to six bucks. It's going to fluctuate between there for the next year. You got your stupid ass election in 2024. We'll go back down to magically $3 gas. Oh, thank you, sir. May I have another? And then you guys will steal another fucking election. The World Economic Forum will dominate our lives and we'll be eating bugs, we'll have nothing, and we'll be happy, sir. And you know, I noticed something is uh, Donald Trump had a son-in-law who was doing shady deals in the Middle East. And we had $3 gas. <laughs> you have a son that's doing shady deals in Eastern Europe, and what do we have? A billion-dollar bill. <laughs> and $6 gas. <laughs> $6 gas. Send your useless son over to the Middle East. Make some shady deals in the Middle East, asshole. Come on, man. <laughs> if you're going to get 10% of something, it better be my lower gas prices. You know? <laughs> yes. Cut dude. us in on the deal, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Man. Oh, it's freaking crazy, honestly. Oh, dude. So this is uh, the last reported quarter, which was the last quarter for the fiscal year 2022. Oh, yeah. In the one quarter, Uber reported a net loss of $1.2 billion. Wow. One quarter, net loss. Wow. They, uh, they don't make money. <laughs> it's a scam. Are you saying Uber is a scam? I'm saying there's a lot of tech companies that... The, Oh, yeah, yeah. It's almost like they don't really... They're worth so much money for no reason at all. Yeah, right? I, f I feel like most... Like, like for, for a land... Right? What did they say? Yeah. Uber's worth like a hundred... They're estimating it's worth like $20 billion or something was the what they what it's estimated to be worth. I wow. forgot what it is. That's but outrageous, for, but yeah. For, imagine a landscaping company worth a billion dollars. For that landscaping to be worth a billion dollars, it better be cutting a lot of fucking grass. <laughs> That's a you busy, know what I mean? It's a busy company, for sure. It's a very busy oh, landscaping yeah. company, right? <laughs> they, don't have a they don't have a thousand lawn care experts that are fucking taking a 45-minute lunch in the cafeteria that has the best spread buffet you've ever seen. <laughs> right? That's right. They're, they're complaining about working a four-day week, and they get six-figure salaries oh, working yeah. from home. Like, no, you can't run a landscaping business like that. Why can you run a tech business like that? Why can you run a ride-sharing thing like that where you're, you're not actually making anything and you're not making any money? You're not doing, you know what I mean? That's been the story all along for these tech companies. 
Yeah, look at Twitter. Elon proved it. They had all they had seven thousand employees. They didn't need half of them, and these people were just collecting six figure salaries, e- eating gourmet lunches in this extravagant cafeteria, <laughs> and then taking an hour nap on a beanbag chair. Yes, right. You are completely on the money. Yeah, you can't you can't run a business like that. Uh, for this fast casual place and uh, we would do deliveries sometimes I would have to fill in last minute take a few orders out there was this warehouse not too far uh, always ordered from us massive amounts of salad and sandwiches and what have you they were the company the advertisement firm that created uh, what's it called the king from Burger King Oh, wow. You know the king, right? Yeah. We've all seen that guy. He's been around for about 15 years now, maybe. Uh, kind of stupid. Yeah. But they, he didn't exist beforehand. Burger King was, they didn't have this mascot of theirs. Uh, and they created it, and I remember when I would deliver there, this place, it was like an adult kiddie land. They had bicycles and scooters and beanbag chairs, as you described, Little barista sections, like carts, uh, you know, it was just so strange. Uh, it, it almost seemed like there were toys everywhere, in essence, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, an, it's <laughs> like, like an adult playground. Like, how old are these people? <clears throat> in, in my mind, and this is 10 years ago, 12 years ago, all I could think is, there's no way this is, to, like, sustainable. How are people getting paid six figures and working in environments like this? This doesn't make sense. And obviously now these places aren't in existence. They've had to shrink down or they went remote, right? And then when the people have come back from remote working, they're finding probably much smaller offices with a lot less perks. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I think reality has maybe set in. We kind of went way off the edge there of the cliff for a little bit. I still are, dude. I keep seeing articles about the four-day work week. Four day work. I work six days most weeks. <laughs> most weeks. Yeah, man. And I mean, to to uh, to try to get a four day work week, get the fuck, go fuck yourself, dude. And you're not alone. There are many people out there who have seven day work weeks day, who yes. are working two jobs just to afford rent, living, bills, paying for their children. It's uh, it's tough out there, man. Like. I don't think people realize that asking for a four-day work week is like the like apex of fucking elitist society. Yeah, five-day, you know, there's people out there who have seven-day, uh, seven-day a week jobs that, and their job is survive. <laughs> Every day, that's their job, survive. That's right. Right, and you're sitting here like oh, I don't want to go to the office more than four times a week. Yeah, go go talk about the four day work week to the dude selling you late night McDonald's at the drive through two a.m. on a Friday. Oh yeah, talk to him about a four day work week. See what he thinks. <laughs> <laughs> and then while you're at it, ask him about the government paying for your college tuition. 
Just toss it out there right after you ask the guy working late night what he thinks about the four-day work week. Frank, I'm not asking for the government to pay for the whole thing. Just knock off $10,000. Oh, sorry. I misspoke. I'm asking you, taxpayer guy working at McDonald's late night at two in the morning. (laughs) We're going to increase your taxes so you could pay for my stupid-ass fucking college tuition that I was too lazy to pay for. loads. (laughs) But Frank, I'm bettering society. And by the way, I need four days a week. That's just the only, that's my max. That's my cutoff. Got to get my beauty so rest. Grueling. <laughs> I know I only come into the office two days a week and I stay home two days a week. But then the third, the third day at home working is, I can't do it. You're right. The people who are complaining about working for four days are the assholes who want to work from home. Yeah. They want to work four days from home. That's what they just, You're just lazy. You just want to stay home. You're just lazy. Do you want to stay in bed? <laughs> everybody wants paid vacation like that all of us do trust me yeah and you get it it's called retirement but you got to work for it (laughs) you know well many of these people are getting laid off man i and i think we're just seeing a taste of it we are still in january so i'm guaranteeing there's a few ten thousand more or so tech layoffs around the corner here yeah oh you're gonna start seeing it all over yeah. Absolutely, man. Pretty crazy. I told you about so, that Allstate headquarters, right? What was going on with the Allstate headquarters? So Allstate didn't leave Chicago, but they were in this like giant ass building and they just sold the building and they moved <laughs> onto two floors of a building across the street. Wow. So they just That's completely right. shrunk down their entire headquarters. Meaning they got rid of a lot of people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? About 18 floors worth. <laughs> that's a lot of people, man. <laughs> I'm going to say it. I think that's a lot of people. <laughs> and what's sad about it, too, is we could laugh about the tech people uh, barely working and just cutting checks or collecting checks. Uh, you know... Don't let the door hit you on the uh, on the ass on the way out, right? I feel like that's kind of the sentiment for a lot of people because you weren't really working, and that's basically no. what they did. But <clears throat> you're also and you were so snotty about the truckers and everybody else losing their jobs. Yes, go learn know? to code was the yeah, I believe the general now, sentiment. Dude. But also, I think the sad part here is where there's a lot of people like janitors and what have you that are losing their jobs as well, and so there, there's well, yeah. a lot of other elements that get lost here or. You know, jobs. Well, that's what they said. They said the restaurants are closing too. Now it's hitting the restaurant industry. Yeah, because now these people aren't going to the office. That's exactly it. It, You don't have. Bear Adams was complaining about that over in New York. Really? He's been, oh, for the past couple of months, it's been his one message is big companies have to bring the people back to the office because he needs them to go visit the corner store, the Dunkin' Donuts, go get the coffee, go get the bagel. Wow, yeah. You've destroyed the economy. You've destroyed it. <laughs> Look what you did. Yeah. <laughs> well, in order to get those big businesses back, places like New York, Chicago, L.A., you're going to have to bring in some cops, man, because people aren't going to want to come back with all this crime. That's the reality. Yeah. I think that's playing a huge part. Even McDonald's talking yeah. about leaving Chicago, literally citing the homelessness and the crime as the number one issue. I know. It's really sad when Amazon stops delivering to your neighborhood. 
<laughs> that's really sad. Right. And then now, did you, I don't know if you saw it, but every day there's like a new protest to like save the uh, the mail carriers. Save them like save their lives or save their yeah, jobs? Yeah, oh yeah, because <laughs> so now that there's no more Amazon drivers in these bad neighborhoods. Right. So Amazon is pretty much just giving it to the post office. Sure. And, and now these criminals know that the postmen have these packages, so they're just robbing the postmen. Oh. Like instead of waiting for them, dude, because... <laughs> If I wait for them to deliver the package, then I got to go door to door behind them collecting it. I might as well be a postman at that point. Exactly. Right? <laughs> I might as well get a job and deliver packages. No, no. I'm going to just hold up this guy at the end of the block and steal all the packages from his car. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot easier. Right? Yeah. And Very efficient criminals here, you know? I would dress up like a postman and walk behind him two doors at a time and just pick up everything he drops off. But nobody would ask questions because they think <laughs> I was the postman. If somebody opens the door, you just fucking new guy. <laughs> we'll be back with uh, your package, ma'am. Sorry Don't about worry. that one. Yeah, just put it away in your bag. Whistle and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> Folks would be none the wiser. <laughs> All it takes is a clever costume. That's really all it takes. The criminals these days, they just don't put enough thought into it. And really, I blame the school systems. You know, they're just I, not, <laughs> they're not teaching fair, these kids to be creative. Them, most of them are still very young. <laughs> yeah. They haven't made it through the system yet. <laughs> That's right, dude. <laughs> dude, I was at a school the other day rotting this... Uh, it's the uh, the mop sink, you know. Oh yeah, classic janitor closet. Classic mop sink. Everybody knows a good mop <laughs> sink, man. I just started hearing this yelling and this cussing, and this door opens up, dude. And this teenager, this teenage girl, dude, she got tossed out that door <laughs> like a fucking rag doll, dude. We're talking physically thrown oh, out dude. the door. This, yeah. This, this <laughs> yeah. fucking girl slid all the way across the hallway, dude. Like, I mean, it looked like it was out of a movie. And wow. you just see this giant woman behind her. You know, I mean, they're all black, of course. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything, but. Yeah, descriptions are always good <laughs> just, for the story. Just, just yelling, uh-uh, I'll be damned if you're going to lay your hands on me. Wow. And it just starts fucking smacking the <laughs> shit out of this girl, dude. A- apparently, the girl punched the teacher in the face. Yeah, that's a, I don't think you should do that in school. And uh, that's a crazy moment in time. Dude, We're, it was so fucking funny to see that girl fly out that door. Did though. you hear chaos erupt? Like, were the kids going berserk? Like, nuts. Just, oh, nuts. Yeah, I would imagine nuts. hooting and hollering nuts. and uh, so many kids going nuts that the the other teachers and the security guards couldn't even like get through the crowd to get the the teacher off the student. Who who was like, dude? They were like, <laughs> the kid was on the ground like throwing blows, man. Like, th- she landed a couple blows from the ground. Started kicking. It, dude, it was like, okay, well, am I in the uh, UFC or is this just a fucking high school? Size-wise, we're talking kid, but how big is this kid? I mean, comparative to the oh, teacher. Big like, girl, big is this girl, girl like, well, same like, size? I'd, I'd say probably about 5'10", 
Five ten, maybe like a hundred forty, hundred fifty pounds. We're airing on the larger side, and then uh, teacher equal size, maybe even larger. Teacher, a little shorter, probably about five eight. Oh yeah, at least two fifty. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, man. Okay, big old woman. Yeah, okay, I see it. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and she just tossed that girl out that door like it was nothing. So. Education, so uh, just not what it used to be, is what I'm going to say. Well, all I can think is they hauled the girl away. The, 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 the teacher, dude, the, the kids go back into the classroom. <clears throat> the teacher just went back into the room and closed the door. And I'm like, and now what? You're just going to. All right. And Abraham Lincoln was the 16th <laughs> and president. Then you move on, <laughs> on to history. Like, what, like, what do you do? <laughs> all right, students, I'm make sure t- you have a number two sharpened pencil. And uh, <laughs> we're going to carry on with the exam as originally intended. Where was I? Where was I? Uh, Nicole, you forgot to carry the two. How many times did I got to tell you? That's crazy stuff. It was, it's so bizarre. What it takes so to be a teacher now, I can't even imagine. You're dealing with totally unhinged kids who believe they are right and that they have power over you as the teacher, totally opposite from when we were kids. We were frightened of our teachers, and our teachers how partnering da- up with how our How bad parents. would dad whoop your ass if he found out you punched the teacher in the face? Exactly, which is why you wouldn't punch the teacher in the face out of fear of the ass whooping you'd get from your dad. Oh, for sure. And maybe that's, yeah. that's the problem, see? We're you not know what I whooping the, enough I don't kids' know, asses. <laughs> What's... We're not beating the kids enough. That's the problem. That's <laughs> oh, the biggest problem. And now they're beating the teachers. See? <laughs> you, know, you know what the biggest problem is? It's not so much the boys, from what I see. It's a lot of the girls. The women are unhinged lately. It's these young girls that are just, they got no control over their emotions. They're just, I don't know. Well, society has taught them that they are right. People who are older than them are wrong, and especially men should be eliminated, right? White men should be eliminated from society completely. Uh, I mean, how atrocious and disgusting is it that Steven Spielberg is nominated for Best Director? I mean, <laughs> yeah. what an atrocity. Is, like, should be riots in the streets, man. Plus, uh, they killed Tyre. <laughs> or was it? I don't know what you mean by that, but... <laughs> T- Tyree. Oh, Tyre. <laughs> whoever, whoever gave him his name forgot to put the extra E. His name is Tyre. <laughs> you know? Like the old English Tyre. Yeah, it's... I, um... I was misspelling it too for a while. I was doing the extra E to make it. Yeah, you keep putting it on there. Yeah, Tyree. Yeah, no, you're spelling it right. But his name is Tyre. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to go down this road then. We have to, I guess. I didn't have any cl- I have no clips on this because it is so unfathomable what they are trying to push in this narrative. Uh, every time I try to get a clip, they burn it down. <laughs> well, my- I mean, I have to be honest with you. We're dealing with black on black violence, right? Uh, I heard that they are technically black, but they are. So the officers don't even realize they are the white supremacist culture. Well, Mike. They're falling in with white supremacist culture. Uh, 
according to an opinion piece by Van Jones over at CNN, the police who killed Tyre Nichols were black, but they might still have been driven by racism. Yeah, race and white supremacy. Yeah, he uses white supremacy later on in the story uh, or in his opinion piece. I just, you know, I like how he uh, titled it, man. Come on. Right? It's beautiful. Poor tire. Poor guy. This is a very unfortunate situation. Rumor in the interwebs uh, is that he was maybe having an extramarital affair with one of the wives of one of these police officers. Ooh. And that this was actually a targeted hit by all these cops. Mm. Could so, be, man. Don't sleep with the cop's wife. There might have been some personal elements involved here that maybe we're not aware of quite yet. Uh, I'm sure things will come out in the trial. So, did you notice the, and you know my favorite phrase for the media these days, orgiastic obsession with the nights of rage that would come on uh, you know come out on the cities uh be, when they released the video of this did you see yeah, this they all kept talking about it obsession yeah. nonstop and then it was released and you know me I like to skim the news and kind of roll through the shows see what they are clipping i had to roll forever to get through all these repeated clips of the beatings. They were obsessed. They wanted to force this as the new Rodney King. They wanted the riots, the violence, nights of rage. Did it happen? Did you guys have a night of rage there in Chicago? No, people were more tired than worried about tire. <laughs> hey No night of rage here. Antifa stayed home. It was very cold in Denver. I think they decided to take their raging uh, elsewhere. I didn't see it in the news. I don't think it happened. I don't think people are enraged by this story. Well, what did the video show? That he was fighting police and got beat up? I didn't really watch it. I didn't care to watch it. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I didn't really care either. I don't think anyone cared to watch it. Why do I want to sit there and watch a guy get beaten by some cops? I know what happened. You've already told me over and over again in all these stories now, all week, beating the drum... For some nights of rage, you wanted the protesting like you had during George Floyd. It didn't happen. Hmm. Did you see it? Did, was it on the news? Were you uh, hearing about it on your uh, nightly news no. recaps with Dave Muir? No, but I wonder what the video showed. Why was there no rage? I believe hmm. because it was five black cops beating up a black dude. Yeah, it's hard to sell that as, as like, a racist. I think Van Jones is way off on his idea that this is all steeped in racism. There are countless articles I went through today where they are trying to push the idea that it doesn't matter what faces you see, this whole thing is based in racism. I was reading uh, Jameel Hill. She used to work for ESPN. She literally is all about how it doesn't matter. This is all about systemic racism in the police force. Mm. It's a really hard push, man. I know, so, okay, so we can't <laughs> can't hire white officers because they're racist, and now we can't hire black officers because they're racist, so who can we hire? We have to defund the whole system, right? That seems to be working in all the major uh, cities, correct? Oh, uh, Ibram X. Kennedy says, yeah, tear it all down, <laughs> and then re right. rebuild it according to how he thinks we should build it, and then it will be equitable. 
Pretty crazy stuff. Mike, you sent me the wildest clip I have ever watched in a long time. Who is this dude? Reparations guy? Oh, I have no idea. But dude, reparations is all in the news. They're all about it, man. And Everybody uh, <laughs> keeps talking about it. I don't know who this dude is. I tried finding any info on it. It didn't really come up. <clears throat> uh, I thought you would have something. So you just, you just found it and said, here you go, man. This is a, Here's a crazy guy. Here's a juicy nugget. This is a juicy nugget. This is what they want, I guess. I didn't know that this is the end game or the goal. America has about 10 major exports. Gold, oil, water, mm -hmm. electricity. We get a 25% cut permanently. This is perpetual. Mm -hmm. Every time America makes a dollar, we get 25 cents of that dollar as part of the reparations payment. American Africans, 60% of us, make up 10 states. All 10 of the states that represent 60% of us are seaboarding states. We shall automatically control the port so we know what's coming in, what's going out, wow. and we also get a percentage of that. But here's my biggest issue with reparations. Three. Mm -hmm. One, psychological damages. I'm not hearing enough of the reparations talking heads discuss enough about the psychological damages. You know you can get far more from what you're owed psychologically than you can ever get for 243 <clears throat> years of unpaid labor on the plantation. The psychological damage is what, what, what affects us the most. Every time you see a black man with a white woman, that's psychological damage. Every time you see a what? black woman with a blonde wig on her head, that's psychological damage. Every time you see what? a little black boy or girl playing with a white doll instead of a black doll, that's psychological damage. When you see a black man take the life of, of another black man, that's psychological damage. America owes us more for the psychological holocaust than she can ever owe for the labor. So black man killing black man is our fault. <laughs> and a black man marrying a white woman is our fault. <laughs> I guess, dude. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not going to agree or disagree. I'll stay away from this Sounds one. Sounds like you're I racist, my friend. <laughs> I think we could just listen to it and hear what, you know, hear this guy. That guy sounds out. racist as fuck. He's saying some intense stuff, Mike, but I was watching this. and I'm like, I've seen this before a long, long time ago. I'm reminded of something, and I think I'm not too far off. First of all, we must internalize the flatulation of the matter by transmitting the effervescence of the Indonesian proximity in order to further segregate the crux of my venereal infection. <laughs> this is Damon Wayans in, uh, in Living Color. <laughs> I may retain my liquids here for one moment. I'd like to continue the redundance of my quote unquote intestinal tract. See, because to preclude on the issue of world domination would only circumvent, excuse me, circumcise the revelation <laughs> that reflects the aphrodisiac symptoms which now perpetrates the Jericho's activation. Give to the United Negro Scholarship Fund because a mind is a terrible thing to develop without help. Allow me to expose my colon once again. The ramification inflicted on the incision placed within the fallopian cavities serves to be holistic, taken from the Latin word. Jalapeno. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. That is good stuff, dude. We were making Jesus. fun of this woke 
bullshit 30 years ago. Yeah. It's the same arguments, dude. <laughs> he wasn't even making, he was literally speaking nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> right, it, I'll talk about the other guy. It sounded just as sane. That's what's so crazy about it. Like, you listen to both, I don't hear a difference between the two segments. <laughs> yeah, dude, you're not getting reparations. I don't care what anybody says. We can't do it. There's no way. It's, it's a wild demand. I just don't think it works. You probably will have a better chance getting it from the British monarchy, right? Aren't they the ones who well, originally just, brought you over here? Uh, there's just no way, dude. There's no way <laughs> to do it. No, it's... Again, we've discussed this so many times. This melting pot of a country, there's so many people here that have just no ancestral tie to that experience whatsoever. That's, that's the problem. You can't expect the people who came after slavery to pay for the slavery, right? Exactly. And you can't expect the people that came after to get money for it. Like, are we going to give black people reparations who didn't have ancestors that were slaves? Exactly. And then where do you draw the line, you know? It seems like it's too tricky to really draw any type of specific line, so you're just going to do some broad stroke giveaway, which will just wreck our economy even further. I don't like this yeah. idea what, whatsoever. And is it really going to help the black community? A great call. I mean, how often do Let's say we do give help? you 25 cents of every dollar. Look what happened during the BLM movement. We gave you guys billions of dollars, and <laughs> four people bought mansions. Yeah, that's right. How much of that money was spent on improving the communities? None. You guys just don't care about your communities. Or at You guys the- <laughs> care less about your community than the people trying to save it. So It's just all a very funny kind of little battle we have going on here of words and... I mean, look, that guy sounded very hate-filled and angry. Uh, is this guy walking around with all that hate all the time? That's not very healthy. For sure. <laughs> you know? ah, I feel bad for them. You know? <laughs> that's not a good way to be. And to think you want to own all the ports, I, that's just a wild one. I've never heard that one before, but okay. Again, I guess. like, what are you going to do when you have, like, a Rachel Dolezal? Remember that white chick that... Like pretended to be black. Oh, how could we forget Rachel Dolezal, Mike? Of course. So, so like, what are you gonna do? Is she gonna get reparations? Because as soon as you do reparations, there's gonna be a lot of people claiming to be black. Yeah, uh, Mindy Kaling, the creator and writer of the Velma series on HBO Max, her brother uh, famously faked being black to get in through college and bragged about oh, wow. it. He literally bragged about it. Does he look black? He darkened his skin. Like just tan, or well, he's um, I believe he's, uh, you know, Indian. You know, like Hindu and all that uh, jazz. You know, that kind of uh, Indian, if you. Will. Oh, yeah, Indians are black. Well, I think uh, he he kind of did. <laughs> Who said Indians aren't black? I'm just saying he did some fibbing <laughs> and changing of the rules in order to pull some strings and get himself through some schools. I think technically they're Asian. Yeah, I don't think he's technically an African. You know, I don't think he's a... Because they would be on the Asian continent. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, I think there's, a, you know, 
some weird lines there and uh, gray areas, stuff I'm not too oh, familiar with. That's why with. race is definitely the stupidest thing to try to like, <laughs> really draw is. a line through, <laughs> know. you know? There's so many people who are mixed ethnicities. Just saying Russian, you could be talking about somebody that looks Chinese or somebody that looks like fucking... Uh, <laughs> I, I grew up with a guy who was half Chinese, half Russian. Yeah, but Russia is such a... You know what I mean? I guess he's technically the then just people. Asian. They're all Asian, right? I don't know. Asia? No? no? Well, some Russians are are Asians because that's how big Russia is. Isn't it on two different continents? You know, I don't know. Russia's a big place. Soon they'll have Ukraine. They'll be even bigger, uh, or at least well, the think, Donbass region. I think Russia's on the European continent yeah. and on the Asian continent. Oh uh, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, I think you're right. It's it's pretty know. mammoth. I think Turkey. I think Turkey's the only country that, that's on two. All right. Yeah, Russia also it's like part Arctic, man. It has. <laughs> A big chunk of that northern region, I believe. Right? Yeah. I think so. And the largest concentration of heavy metals. Oh, that's right. Again, not Black Sabbath. I always assume it's Black Sabbath. But I'll go with Russia. I'll give it to Russia. We'll give Black Sabbath number two. Number two, yeah. <laughs> For the largest concentration of heavy metal. <laughs> we didn't say best we said largest concentration <laughs> quality goes to black set Oh man! Well, I've had it. I've had this in the docket for a few days now, and apparently this was a big fucking deal all week last week. But then everything else in the news imploded. Uh, but I feel like we are kind of in the range of the topic. Uh, DeSantis, man, he's back, baby. He's a villain. He's in the news, and they want to take him out, man. Black history is American history. Protest and pushback in Florida with a new potential legal battle over race education. I can't believe that this is 2023 and America is talking about censoring education. Civil rights attorney Ben Crump announcing his plan to sue Republican Governor Ron DeSantis and the state after DeSantis blocked a pilot AP African-American studies course in Florida. No to censorship. No to censorship. Yes to community. DeSantis says the state already teaches African-American history and is opposed to specific lessons in the curriculum. We believe in teaching kids uh, facts and how to think, but we don't believe they should have an agenda imposed on them. When you try to use black history to shoehorn in queer theory, uh, you are clearly trying to use that uh, for political purposes. What message do you feel this ban may have communicated to your student? Um, I, I think it communicates very clearly that African-American history is not as important as other history. Oh, Developed by God. the college board, the pilot course is currently in 60 oh. schools nationwide. The organization says it does not require mom. students to adopt a particular ideology. And after a feedback period, it will make appropriate revisions to the preliminary pilot course framework. These Florida high schoolers say this is personal. What's your reaction to this AP African-American studies ban? It's keeping African-Americans silenced. In my opinion, that it was targeted and I couldn't learn about my own history. 
I think it just symbolizes like blatant racism. People are so silenced because if I turn on the TV, I do not see a single black person talking. Last year, controversially, when I turn on Netflix, I don't see an entire category dedicated to fucking black voices. Intent to sue the Florida Department of Education said and that they expect the removal of content on critical race theory, black queer studies, intersectionality, and other topics that. Oh yeah, Frank. Because remember, we had Italian studies in high school. We got to learn about our our culture and our our contributions to this country as Italian immigrants. It's funny because Italians have actually had the opposite of what's going on. They're stripping Italians of culture here. They want to take down all the Columbus statues down, and they don't want to talk about Italians in any regard because. We and I cannot tell Columbus. a guy. I cannot tell a single person I'm an Ita- I'm, a, I'm an Italian plumber from Chicago without them calling me Mario. Right? <laughs> How about every black guy that tells me they're from ever go? Oh, hey, Kintakute, whatever the fuck. Oh, hey, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I can't say nothing. I'm just Mario. Yeah, you get Mario, really? That's what they say? It's That's a me, I'm Mario. Hey. Everybody says it. <laughs> I'm, a short, I'm a short Italian, I'm a plumber. <laughs> you gotta grow a mustache, dude. Just complete the gig already. I'm thinking about doing the jeans overalls. You need to do jean overalls and Red mustache. Shirt. You gotta do the mustache, man. Red shirt and the mustache. Yeah, the mu- mustache is in it. these days, too. All the... All the young fellas are rocking the stash again. What was that hat, though? Was that like a red fedora? What, what was that? No, uh, close, kind of. I feel like it was one of those old-timey Italian hats. Uh, that Not a fedora. The uh... No, I know. It, yeah. It's not a beret. It's not a fedora. But it's like an old... It was one of the things that the old uh, Italian gentleman would yeah. wear back in the day. Uh, except his was colored red, of course, to match his uh, his undershirt. <laughs> mm. I should just go just lean into it, huh? Yeah, lean into the Mario look. Uh you know, just embrace it. I think embracing it is the way to roll people will run out of the jokes real fast. Right? Yeah, that is true. Yeah. That's how it is. And yeah, dude. Man, did, did you see what they're doing here with this stupid sh- shit now? I keep keep telling you, Pritzker's going to make a run for the presidency. So Pritzker now is challenging DeSantis by doing his own bill in Illinois. And what is it? You guys guys don't want black studies? We're going to increase black studies. We're going to guarantee black studies in every school. So he's going all in on CRT? So every kid in in Illinois will learn about uh, queer blacks, I guess. I think DeSantis's main issue is he's kind of battling the LGBT plus Q sandwich community, <laughs> and he's really yeah. taking them on because they're sneaking their agenda in through every uh, crevassier they could possibly How find. How is in the queer system. studies part of Black history? Exactly, it's not. No, it just really isn't. Right. Or, or quite frankly, you could easily separate the two. Especially since you're teaching kids. Yeah. Yeah. You could teach the about World War II without explicitly in detail showing the true horrors of the war to little kids. That's a good point. You know, let's cut out some of the garbage. All right, sure, teach some black history. Do we need to include black trans bi history? No, I don't think that's like <laughs> how much of there, How much of that is there, really? Like, who cares? 
Listen, I'm 35. I've made it this long without knowing about black gays history. Gay black history. <laughs> right? I think these kids will be fine without knowing it. Like, let's do this. I know plenty of guys right now that just graduated high school a couple months ago, and they can't read a tape measure. So can we focus on fractions before we go into queer study, black queer studies? Literally all DeSantis has been saying is we just got to teach math, arithmetic, basic history. Uh, people need to know how to balance a checkbook and uh, yes. you know run their own finances. We need to teach uh, civics. People should know their rights. You know, like, there's a lot of things we should oh, be teaching yeah, that call. that we aren't. People don't know basic shit that they should actually know when they go around in their everyday life. Yeah, great call. People literally don't know their basic rights. It's, it's unbelievable. It is. And which, you know you what? You should always know the <laughs> rules to the game you're playing. Not only that. I think if more people were fully read up on their basic rights or what it means to be an American citizen, maybe people would have a little bit more respect for the system they're a part of. Yeah. And, tr and use the power that they do have as a people to influence it in a better way. But instead we got mail-in voting and all the nonsense bullshit that we're dealing with now. <laughs> and now, congratulations... <laughs> You mail and voted your way, Illinois, to Pritzker signing away basic education. Your kids aren't going to learn math or wood shop skills. They're not going to learn how to fix a motor on a car or change oil. No, they're going to learn black, gay, queer studies. Congratulations. Oh, you guys God, are winners. True fucking winners. Amazing stuff. And, and look, uh, the rest of the All, all that so Ibram X. Kendi could get into a book. <laughs> he finally made it into a history book. <laughs> Well played, Kendi. <laughs> you won. These kids can't take apart a lawnmower engine. They know who you are. Seriously, though, like, the, how many kids nowadays know what a fucking spark plug does, let alone how oh, to man, change one yeah. out, man? <laughs> you know? remember, taking the, remember taking the lawnmower engine apart, putting it back together, and then it starts up? Every boy needs to experience that. It's the greatest feeling. Absolutely. Yeah. It just that right there just gives you enough confidence for the rest of your life to at least attempt to take something apart and fix it, you know? Or changing a tire. I blew out a tire not too long ago. It was about four or five months ago. I talked about it on the show and how I pulled over. It was raining, but I just kind of rolled up the sleeves and changed out the tire, man, put on the spare, and it felt great. I felt like I could go conquer the world afterwards. I was on <laughs> fire, man. I was the manliest man in the universe, dude. <laughs> that's how mechanics feel every day every day that's right i you know we need more uh wood chopping and engine working going on and with all these layoffs you know the, some of the sentiment i'm s seeing and reading about is people need to get back into the uh blue collar sector we need people oh, working on engines yes we need plumbers we need electricians we need carpenters. We need people out there doing the doing the dirty work. Right? Well, not only that, one guy he had a great point, and I didn't. I never. I never thought about this, but the biggest problem they have with the like with the plumbing union and everything. Oh yeah, is you had a brain drain, kind of. Right? Sure. I'm not absolutely. saying that all you have is dumb plumbers, right? But there's a lot of guys who maybe don't really like doing computers. 
who would love being plumbers that just kind of got pushed into computers, right? Oh, yeah. And what happened was, the way he put it was, you just, you kind of, the it wasn't so much that the pool of plumbers shrunk as much as it was, like, the pool of plumbers that were smart enough to go into, like, drawing the plans or even teaching in the school. Right? Absolutely. And he's like, that's an even bigger problem. is because you need somebody who can go do 10 years of plumbing, but then is smart enough to then teach it in a classroom setting. Yeah, man. So it's, yeah, I don't know. You don't have that anymore. They're all gone, dude. They're either uh, boosted up the wazoo and uh, have half a face or uh, <laughs> don't want to come back because they didn't want to take the vax, man. That's, how, <laughs> that's what it comes down to. <laughs> that's just sad because then the quality all around goes down, you know? You They're saying less... that's that's everywhere though. Like, uh, pilots. We have shitty pilots flying our p- planes. Uh, I can't get good food anywhere I go out to eat anymore. Everything is fucking garbage now. Oh yeah. Well, did, just dude, we were just talking about tire. The the guys who beat up tire. <laughs> tire, yes. T- <laughs> tire with a Y. I gotta specify. <laughs> we're talking about uh, a human. Uh, a human. I'm sorry. Person. Tier. Tier. <laughs> it's not Tyree. Is it Tyree? Dude, Tyree would be too fucking ease. <laughs> Maybe it's Tyree. Ah, oh, La Francais, Tyree. Okay. Oh, oui, oui, ha, ha, parlez-vous. <laughs> All right, Mike. Yeah, Macron. <laughs> the, the, the one thing I only saw in one article in a Republican journal or Republican newspaper, the only people that had brought it up was the fact that all five of those black officers were hired after the requirements were lowered. Wow. I heard they all got recruited at the local KKK meeting, though. That's the only thing that uh, <laughs> kind of threw me off. hey <laughs> It wasn't hard to spot them. <laughs> oh, my God, man. And with that, Mike... It is that magical point in time. It's true. This is the fastest hour in the universe, man. You go to the KKK barbecue. (laughs) They're the guys killing everybody on the basketball court. We got some new recruits for the basketball team. wonder the Memphis branch has been winning every year. (laughs) (laughs) They keep dominating the tournament. (laughs) 